Welcome to the Dag Hilled Mills Podcast. May you be anointed as you listen to transformative preaching and down-to-earth teaching by Dag Hilled Mills. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. God bless you. Enjoy the message.
the lights of the world, yeah. I want my light to shine before men, that they may see my good works, yeah. And glorify the Father, which is in heaven. I don't want to hide my light under the table. I want to bring glory to God. I don't want to be, don't want to be good for nothing. I don't want to lose my usefulness. Don't wanna be good for nothing. I don't wanna lose my saltiness. Whoa, I don't wanna be good for nothing. I don't wanna lose oh no, my usefulness. I don't wanna be. You have made them come 
my word, I've not done what is right. And I can only point to you, the source of all I have. I am just saying thanks, thank you with all my heart. There is no angel, no, there is no one that seated. Preparation of the gospel. To prepare means to rehearse ahead of time. So today's short session is about the preparation of rehearsal. Amen. Number one, 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 32. And David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. All right? And Saul said to David, Thou art not able to to go against him for thou art a what? a youth amen alright now for thou art a youth where are we? And he a man of war from his youth. And David said unto Saul, 
thy servant kept his father's sheep, and there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. Verse 35. And I went out after him and I smote him. All right? And delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and I smote him and slew him. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. David said, Moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, Go, and the Lord be with thee. Amen. So, rehearse. To prepare for the gospel is to rehearse. And a rehearsal is to practice. All right? In private, prior to a public presentation. That is the meaning of rehearse. To practice in private prior to a public presentation. So you must have a private practice of what you are going to do in public. Are you with me? So when David was going into his ministry and his calling, he experienced uh, he was going there and Saul said, no, you can't make it. You can't make it. But uh, uh, David said, I have had a rehearsal with a lion and with a bear. I've been in private. Do you see? A lion came and a bear came and took one of the lambs out of the flock. So, The preparation of the gospel is something that involves your practice, especially in private or maybe when I say private, you may may feel like it's something you do in the room. No, what it is is that it is not with as many people as it is the first time. So the first time is with a smaller group something not so big and that is the rehearsal and without rehearsals you'll not be ready alright now people who don't rehearse are not ready and this is one of the reasons why many of the missionaries or some missionaries don't do well because they have not had a rehearsal with, I mean, the same thing they are going to do. Because David was going to fight with a li- an, an, an abnormal creature, which is Goliath. It's abnormal. His hand goes like this. His leg is like a tree. It's not a normal person. And a lion 
and a bear, they are not like human beings. If they fight you, they'll bite you and you are gone forever. Are you there? So he has had a rehearsal with an equally abnormal creature. Are you with me? And now he's about to have the main one. Do you get it? Now, let's say to build a church. Okay? You got to build a church. When you don't know anything about building, building is very strange to you. You know, if I knew about building, whilst I was a student in the university, I would have built, I would have bought land and I'd have built a house. I'm sure of that. Because I was richer when my father was looking after me than when I started working. Working made me poor. Are you, are you there? Yes. Working made me poor. And work is like that. When you start work, you can instantly become poor. And you wish you go back home. It takes time to stabilize in life and understand the cost of toilet roll and the cost of toothpaste and soap. Are you with me? So, one of the things is that you are experiencing rehearsals. Some of the things you are experiencing are actually rehearsals of the real thing. First Chronicles chapter 17 verse 8 verse 6 Wheresoever I have walked with all of Israel speak I a word to the judges of Israel whom I commanded to feed my people saying why have you not built me a house of cedars? Now therefore thou shalt say unto my servant David, thus saith the Lord of hosts, I took thee from the sheep coat, even from following the sheep, that thou shouldest be ruler over my people Israel. And I have been with thee whithersoever thou hast walked, and have cut off all thine enemies from before thee, and I have made thee a name like the name of the great men that are in the earth. Amen. Here again, you see that David had a rehearsal. God said that, I took you from following sheep. That was the rehearsal that God was giving him. This was now not a rehearsal for fighting Goliath. Because Goliath was the first part of his ministry. Now ruling people and leading people. He says, I took you from the sheep coat, even from following sheep. Amen. Now that's how people are. And that's a rehearsal for leading people. It's like leading sheep. 
So if you read the book on the art of shepherding, I have a number of quotes from a gentleman who was actually a real shepherd. Because I think if you've never done farming, you don't have any idea what all these things are. When you say shepherd and sheep and all that. Because you have the sheep, it looks like they will lead you. But some of the sheep don't follow. And some cause problems. They cause problems for, what do you call it? For the other sheep. They spoil the other sheep. They disturb everybody. And they don't really follow what they should follow. You get it? So it's not as simple as it sounds. It's just following some idiots following you. No. So in the church, you know, if you take the first love church where we have a lot of young people come to church here, you know, the young people are the people that rather don't go to church everywhere in the world. Yes. So even though you may see this, oh, you may think these are some fools who just want to come and they are just here all day, but it's not like that. Go and find out. Young people rather don't go to church. That you see the young people are here in the heat. We don't have air conditioning in our church. So it sounds and looks quite easy, but it's not like that. And David had the practice of following sheep. Now he was following people to look after God's people. So, looking after people is an art. Everybody you see is complications, complex things. You actually only have to start talking to people before you find out the problems that people have. You'll be shocked. When you see one person, the temperament of the person, the desires of the person, if you were here at the earlier services, the desires of the person are controlling the person. Apart from, which you don't know, apart from evil seeds that are in the person and demons, evil spirits, the Holy Spirit. All kinds of things. So all this are the what you are leading. That's why people don't encourage marrying from other countries. Yes. Because if you are in Ghana, when we mention certain tribes, certain parts of the country, if we say Fanti, there's a a, a feeling. If you say Ashanti, there's another feeling. If you say Ewe, there's a feeling. If you say Northern, there's a feeling. If you say Ga, there's a feeling. You get what I'm saying? And you can't really put your finger on what it, what it is. You get it? But because you've been here for some time, you know uh, what, it, what it is. Each one means something. But if you, a Ghanaian, arrive in Zimbabwe, you, you, when, when you speak, you don't know what it, what it is. They will tell you, so we are those who are Mugabe's 
tribe. These people are not, but you don't understand what it means. When they say we are from here or from here, you don't know what it means. It doesn't mean much to you. It takes time to know what is a human being. And these complex people, that's why missionaries, they are, they are to me, they are the greatest people. Missionary. A missionary, I tell you, to lead sheep that are in Ghana is chapter one. But to go to another country and lead people who speak another language and have other, they also have their own northerners, southerners, Gans, Fantis, Ashantis, Airways, everybody. They have everyone. And it takes a long time to understand. Yeah. So, leading people is a whole ball game on its own. And if without rehearsals, you can't make it. So that's why people fail. You, you go, when they say build, you will not build because you've never been involved in building. You'll just be looking at the possibility of building is right before you, but you don't do it. No rehearsal. When it comes to pastoring, no rehearsal. You are not good at pastoring. When it comes to leading, taking decisions, you've not had a rehearsal. So, things don't get done because you don't decide. When it comes to uh, preaching, you have no experience. You've not had rehearsals. Do you see? Yeah. Because to be a pastor and have to preach all the time, every day, preach, 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 talking, 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 talking to the same people. Huh? Who are not doing what you are saying. And you have to talk to them, talk to them. You are not a visitor. It's different. They know all your jokes. They know all your stories. They know everything. And you have no experience. So, you need rehearsals for your ministry to work. So, when you shy away from an area, you get it, from an area of ministry, you are hurting yourself. And when you get the opportunity to do a different thing, you must always do it. Because it may be the rehearsal for the main thing that you need to be doing. But when you don't do that, you can have a major area that you have not had a rehearsal. And you are going to not do well. So, one of the things I've seen is the need for rotations. People need to rotate. So, actually, we are creating more rotations. Yes. And you, you use it to find your gifts. We're having more rotations. You have to be a security man for some time. It teaches you hardness. You stay in one place for a long time with no change. Where's K? Yeah, come. <laughs> 
on um, Friday, I took you home. Yes. What time did you come to the office? Eight. Eight. And you were doing what in the office? Praying. What time did you close? Two, two a.m. the next. You closed at what time? Two a.m. So what were you doing from 8 a.m. to 2 a.m.? Praying. I was praying from 8 a.m. to 2 a.m. In full-time ministry. Eight a.m. to eight p.m. is twelve hours, and then eight p.m. to two a.m. is how many hours? Six. Six plus twelve is how many? Fourteen. Eighteen. Sorry. Eighteen. It's a, it's a prayer, please. It's not into maths. So, so. Is it a different experience from other experiences? It's very different. It's very difficult. It's very tiring. Your, your, your ribs, your stomach. And then sometimes you want to just move out, change the atmosphere. Like, you just want to go away. It's, it's, it's and you are watching the time, eight, nine. Yes, you watch when it's 11 and 12. They are like key times. 12 is very important. When it's 4 p.m., it's very good. When it's 6 p.m., it becomes a little easier. 7 comes quicker. 7 p.m. is very quick. <laughs> yes. So you may be in the ministry, but you've not had a rehearsal of prayers. That's why you cannot pray for long where you are. You just go and watch Netflix or videos or season 4. That one is easier to do for your flesh. Your pastors don't pray. Pastors don't pray. To, to work for God, you need to do battle. There are dragons where you are. Dragons, they were dead before you came. Yes, dragons. <laughs> huh? You just have to see someone who has not rehearsed. Teaching. And then you know what is a, a disaster. Teaching. Yes. If you come for a crusade, you see Vivaldi singing in different languages that she doesn't speak. It is, it is a wonder to behold. And, you know, at first, you, you, we, are, we are all afraid. Does she know what she's saying? Do the people know what she's saying? And you see them singing. It's frightening. Because what about if you are in the middle of the song and then the, the words have gone out of your head? <laughs> if you don't rehearse, Ahead of time. That's it. So people do well when they've rehearsed. So do not shun any aspect of it. In fact, when you see there are aspects, ask to join that aspect too. Yes. Ask to have a chance to 
Don't say, hey, I mean, I'm glad I'm not in that prayer. Say, come and see. Come and see. Prayer. Today, we, I was leading prayer. For more than two hours, you see, the time was great. We could have continued. Could have continued. I started preaching after four. You see, some of you, you have churches, you can't even lead a prayer meeting. You can't pray. Yeah. So where you don't have practice in an area, you'll be hot. If you're going to be a pastor's wife, you know, even not a pastor's wife, yeah, a pastor's wife, and let's say you are going to help to host visitors. Look, even your own husband, you can't host him. When he comes, it's a problem. Oh, yes. Yes. People start trying to be nice. And so we are making some chicken sauce. Anytime you hear that word sauce, you should know that something is not, something is suspicious. Suspicious. Yes. That's why you should join the culinary department and not look down on it. So you see that if you marry, you are comfortable. My wife is comfortable hosting people. Because her house, when she grew up, there were a lot of people. A lot. She told me that the pans in the house were not this normal size. They were the bigger ones. When you are cooking, it's for many people. Having people all the time. Methodists. Always coming and going. Coming and going. Rehearsals. She's most comfortable hosting people. Oh, yes. If I say somebody is coming or people are coming, it's not a problem. Some of you, you say you are going to town. (laughs) (laughs) You've squeezed your face. Say, you didn't tell me that people were coming. You should tell me in advance so that I I know what to do. And you have gone to buy food to bring. You see, one day, a certain sister (laughs) she used to buy rice and stew. Rice and stew. (laughs) She used to buy it. But as soon as she brings it, she gets rid of all the packaging. So she rebranded the rice and stew. She did rebranding. And one day, her husband saw it. And he saw that it was a rice and stew from town. Yes. And 
It was another issue. Yeah. So everybody has the first day that he learns something. So learn new things. Don't be afraid of new departments, new challenges to go and work at a place that you haven't worked before. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Some of you, being in Ghana is an international experience. Maybe it is a rehearsal. That's the lion and the bear. Rehearsal for the giant. Goliath. Goliath is coming. Better get used to fighting strange creatures. Which are very strong. Because I tell you, you need to have a way. How will you kill a lion? Have you thought about it? Will you bite it? Will you bite it? The teeth of a lion, I don't know if you've seen it, they are like nails. If it puts it, if it, it when, when, they are, when they are catching a buffalo, they put the, the teeth into the back of the buffalo. I think the buffalo skin is very hard. It, it is stronger than like nylon leather. So they put their teeth into the, the buffalo's back and hold it. But the buffalo will still be standing. He doesn't go down. And you see a number of them pulling the buffalo to come down. But he will be standing there. He said, no. And if you see that the tooth of the lion is longer than my finger and thicker. And it goes in and holds it like this. And that's what you as a human being are going to fight. Do you understand what you are doing? But it was a rehearsal. And that's why Goliath stood there for weeks. And they said, anybody who fights with me, whoever wins is the winner. Nobody came. Till David came and said, I've had a rehearsal. I rehearsed with a lion. I rehearsed with a bear. I feel confident to go forward with this. And it was, a, it, was a, it, was, it was the day for him to become a national hero. Yes, that was the great opportunity for him to become a national hero. So if he messed up, you get what I'm saying? Yes. One day I was having a miracle service and the president was sitting behind me. Yes. See, but I've had many, 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 many Yes. With many, many, many doubters behind me. And pastors. All kinds of characters. And politicians. Yes. So rehearsal for an important day. Yes. When I prayed for the sick, many people were healed. I was just calling them. They were just coming. Because I've been rehearsing. Yes. So, lazy people will never rehearse ahead of time. Yes. And one day I, I was in Navrongo and a pastor came to me after. He told me, he said, don't think that the miracles you are seeing, don't take it for granted. I just wanted to tell you. I said, well, why? He said, because a pastor came here to have a crusade. And 
nobody was healed. And the people stoned Yes, he stoned him. And he said that the pastor cursed or wanted to curse or curse. I don't know whether he wanted to or he did. One of the two. Do you remember? Were you there? I was there. I was there. He told us that there was a crusade, a man of God. I mean, a very reputable man of God. <laughs> he arrived, had a crusade. They all gathered and they were waiting for the miracles. And there was no miracle. At a point, he sensed agitation, and then they began to stone him. And then he had to just leave there. And I think, I, I forgot whether he cursed or... Uh, I, uh, it was a bad story. Yeah. It was a very bad story. So he was telling us that what we are seeing is not common at all in that town. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? He cursed. And the, the evangelist cursed them. So he So listen, be careful when God blesses you with the opportunity to rehearse ahead of time. So all of you, those who are in the Bible school, those of you who are here in Ghana for a season, I mean, that's why now every member, every Bible student is either a Bacenta leader or an assistant. Compulsory. You don't understand the work. We've had Bible students come into, they don't do some of these things. Yes. And you have to know how to lead people. Yes. You, you, You lead people, you have to know how to lead people. What was it? I heard somebody was, he was leading and he told them that what I've forgotten that story. Huh? No, 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 no. Yeah, you are Satan. He was telling the people you are Satan. Is he? Huh? Yeah. He was always telling him, Satan, get it behind me. You are Satan. That's not how we lead you. Have you heard me calling people Satan? Although they are Satans, I don't usually call them Satan. <laughs> so you have not had the you see, and maybe sometimes somebody is being difficult. But we are always leading difficult people. We are always leading difficult people. You lead them, but not occasionally, or if ever. There has to be a very good reason for you to call somebody Satan. And it has to be such a way that the offense the person would take, he would still not leave. Because even though Jesus called Peter Satan, they continue. It was only Matthew chapter 16. They continue to chapter 28 together. So some of you, if you use the word Satan, now they say, look, thank you very much. I've, I've resigned from your... Uh, huh? And that's what happened. I've resigned from your organization. So leading people is an art. So from today, you must ask yourself, which area have I not rehearsed? I remember one time I decided, I, I realized that I have not, I'm not in, into worship. I decided to become a worship leader. Yes. You should have seen the practice that I was, I was doing in the house. I'll be rehearsing, singing, 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 singing. In the cartoon, you, did you see me rehearsing? Yeah. With my what? Blue Mickey Mouse book. Yes, I had a blue book. 
hold it like that and I'll be singing in the house. Rehearsing. And I became a worship leader. If you listen to some of the old messages, you see that I'm there worshiping. Yes. Some people see either singing the song, they feel that it's nothing. You should see what it's like when you get to the middle of the song. You realize, realize that from the middle go, you don't know what the words are. Tell somebody, I'm ready for all my rehearsals. Amen. Is it fantastic? Luke chapter 9. We'll be closing very soon. Verse 1. Then he called his disciples together and gave them authority over all devils to cure diseases and send them to preach the gospel. And to heal the sick. And he said, take nothing for your journey. Neither staves, nor scrip, nor bread, nor money. Neither have two coats. Whatever house you enter in, there abide and thence depart. And whosoever will not receive you when you go out of that city, shake off the very dust of your feet for a testimony against them. And they departed and went through the towns, preaching and healing everywhere. All right? Now... Luke chapter 24. And he said unto them, same disciples, thus it is written, and thus it behoved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, that repentance and remission should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And you are witnesses of these things. And behold, I send the promise of my father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from above. Amen. Now, these two passages are in Luke. I could have chosen Matthew. Matthew, great commission in 20, chapter 28, go ye into the world and preach the gospel. But we all know clearly that Jesus sent his 12 disciples and 70 disciples. He sent them, first of all, He sent them out preaching. Is that not so? And then they came back. All right? In Matthew chapter 10, when he called unto, verse 1, 12 disciples, and he gave them power against unclean spirits to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. And they went out and they preached. And they preached and preached and preached and preached. And then they came back rejoicing and said that, ah, the demons are uh, su- uh, subject to us. And it came to pass in chapter 11, verse 1, that Jesus had made an end of commanding his 12 disciples. He departed thence to teach and preach in their cities. Now, when John had heard in the prison of the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples, about he that should come. So, but in Matthew 28, we see Jesus again sending these same 12 disciples and commanding them And he said, go ye into all the world. Amen. Do what? Go ye into Matthew 28, verse 18. All power is given unto me. Go ye therefore and teach 
all nations. Amen. So ladies and gentlemen, you see that the disciples were sent twice. Amen. The first time, go out and preach. So now the great, great commission, when Jesus sent them, are you there? They had already been sent before. So now that Jesus was leaving them, he was sending people who had had proper rehearsals. They had had rehearsals in everything. So Bible school is not intended to be something that is come and write notes. Because we've already written the notes in the books. But come and rehearse your calling. Hallelujah. Come and rehearse your calling. Yes. Come and rehearse whatever you are going to be doing there. Come and rehearse. So you see Luke chapter 9 or Matthew 10 is the same story. Matthew chapter 10. He commanded his disciples. If you look at Matthew 11, when he called his 12 disciples, put it up there, put it up there. It came to pass when Jesus had made an end of commanding his disciples. He commanded them. And at the end in 28, he commanded them to go into all the world. These are the people that he has already sent out preaching. So the real, your ministry is probably divided into rehearsal and actual ministry. Yes. So that is why you don't have to be upset when you are corrected. Because maybe all that you have done is the rehearsal. And one one of the things you know is that rehearsal, to do a rehearsal well, you have to do it almost like the real thing. So that's why sometimes when you are sent out on a mission, it's almost like it's as real as it can be. If you're ever going to do rehearsal properly, let's say the choir, they have to rehearse on the stage. With microphones, sometimes even with uniforms and everything. And they have to practice, practice the same thing as, as exactly as they will do. Not that they will stand here and then when we finish, so, so when, we, when we come on Sunday, you have the idea. So we go on stage and we do it. No, if you don't do it, what you will do, it will never work as it should be. That's how it is. So it is sad when people are doing rehearsal and you are correcting them. That's when they get annoyed. Can I tell you how many times we have had a meeting and after the meeting, people are so offended? Yes, people are so offended after the meeting. Nowadays, anytime I rebuke somebody, I am afraid of the person after I've rebuked the person. I don't trust the person anymore. It's true because I have seen so many cases of you just even talk about the, an issue. And you see that the person is so affected. It's almost like we should just worship you. We should just praise you. Then why are you here? If we should just praise you. We shouldn't talk about anything. We shouldn't show emotion. Did Jesus not take a whip and beat people in the temple? Did he just stand and say, oh, oh, uh, it's not so nice that you're using my father's house as a house of merchandise when you should be actually be a house of prayer. Okay, please take notes of that. Thank you very much. Bye. Is that what Jesus did? He was so bored with the people. 
He made a whip and he whipped them. You, we must only worship you, praise you, say nice things, say you are looking nice, say this, say that, say whatever. We can't say what is real. How will you ever change? That is where you have people who have not been trained well, who behave anyhow. Pray you never marry a woman who has not been trained. Even trained to be under authority and just be humble. When you say come, she come, go, go. Not that. Well, I I did it yesterday. It's your turn. Just leave her to marry herself. Leave her to do what? Marry herself. She should marry herself. Self-marriage. Because after all, these days we are into DIY. Do it yourself. Yes. Are you with me? Yes. Yes. So, it's very important that you see we are having a rehearsal. Yes. When we started the First Love Church, I had rehearsals with different stars. We used to have other stars apart from these ones. After, after some time, I called them. I said, you, you are not a star. You, you are not a star. You, you are not a star. Because from my assessment, you can't make it. Like me, I also can't make it to the star, stardom. I did my worship practice, but I didn't get to that level. <laughs> I didn't get to the level. And I'm not annoyed. But I shouldn't say. I should, I should keep it at a certain level so that the whole music of the church will get spoiled. I should just praise you and not offend you and keep moving in a certain way. I shouldn't say anything. You understand what I'm saying? You see, that's why the church gets spoiled and everything gets spoiled. Because we only want to be praised and worshipped. But unless you want to be doing a real rehearsal, then we say, no, no. You can't do it. There are some songs that are sung better by others. Even either, there are some songs that other people sing better. There are, there are some songs that I prefer hymns to sing. Where is he? I don't see him anymore. Yeah. But I prefer hymns to sing than to either to sing the same song. I've told him, I've said many times, yeah, I prefer him, I prefer his singing. But I don't see him, so I don't. Yeah. It's the same singing. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the one who's organizing, managing the music. So I say, I prefer this person. I want this person to sing. I shouldn't say, oh, I worship you. So I worship you now. I worship you. I can't, I can't change what I want. You see now, this part, we are, we are annoyed during rehearsals. And that alone tells us that you are not qualified for the main thing. Yes. 
Once we say something other than praise and worship, you are annoyed. Now, when I have meetings with people and the meeting is not going well and issues are being addressed and beasts are being brought up and pierced with arrows, after the meeting, I said, this person is a dangerous person now. You never know what the person is thinking or saying. You'll be there months later, the person will say, since that time I've been thinking about this, since that meeting, you know, I've not I mean, had my peace. I said, hey, you have not had your peace. Since long ago we had that meeting, you've been moving around, you've not had peace. Hmm. You want to bring it up now to settle in your heart. Wow. You need real rehearsals where you are even, you try, and after you try, so you start to say, uh, I, What are some of your songs? Uh, what, what are some of the songs that you sing? He saved you. He saved me. You see, after I start, you say, No, you can't make it. <laughs> Brother Doug, to the side. I, I have to go to the side. You can't make it. He saved us for all time. He saved us for all I said, No, 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 no. You can't make it. <laughs> Yes. Huh? We shouldn't say anything. We send you on a mission. You are not making it in the mission. You don't want us to talk about it. You want me to just praise you and say, ah, and I shouldn't have an assessment. The work I've been doing for 30, 35 years, I shouldn't be able to have an opinion about your mission, what you are doing there, how it is going, whether I think you should make a change or whether you should go on. I shouldn't say anything about anything anymore. How can it be? Is this not the work that I'm doing? Is it not my work to be sending people and assessing and doing whatever I want to do? Now, I can't speak about it anymore. And maybe that mission you went was the rehearsal for us to see whether that was the Matthew 10 one so that we can see whether you can do the Matthew 28 one. I shouldn't speak about it again. Wow. Wow. Sit down, sit down. We put you on BMCBR or something to do work, to do work, to do work. And we see right there that this is a very lazy man. This man is a very lazy guy, pa. This guy. You, eh? We have seen that you are a lazy man, pa. You. you. That's where we. That's where we even see. We have seen you. Yes. And you, 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 you don't know that. That is actually why. That thing is not... Nobody, nobody, needs your, nobody needs your labor. Nobody needs your work. It is your chance to, to find something to do and to see how you are, how your behavior is. We give you film stars. Do it. Let's see something. Dancing stars. It is to see your ways. Yeah. All the dancing. It's not just, you don't just start dancing. Last time I went to the Kodesh around 3 a.m. And I saw dancing stars dancing. Yes. 
Not our dancers, another dancing star. They were proud. I, when I saw them, I said, ah, they, I thought maybe they were praying. But the way they were jumping, I realized that it was not prayer. It was dancing rehearsals all night. <laughs> yes. 3 a.m., they were dancing. Yes. How will you remember whether to go left or right? I'm asking you a, a question in English. How will you remember whether to go left or right? And after the left, how will you know? <laughs> you will not even get for somebody to tell you whether your preaching was nice or it wasn't nice. You will not even get. Because your messages are not for sale. So we can't tell from the sales of your messages whether your message is good. Neither mm. we don't even sell messages. Uh-huh. We can't even tell. Yes. We can't even tell that your preaching is working or not. Yes. It's very difficult to tell whether your preaching is good. Yes. Difficult. Every area needs rehearsal. So some of the missionaries who have gone, sometimes when they come back, some people feel discouraged. I failed. You have not failed. You went for rehearsal. And they saw that when you say, He saved me. He saved you. He saved me. He saved you. He saved you. He saved me. Which one is it? He saved you. He saved me. You see, you can't even remember the words. You are out. So you realize that that's not a good area for you. That's not a good area for you. So instead of crying over nothing, you have failed nothing. You went for rehearsal and certain things came up. First of all, we realized that when we we are are singing at a certain level, uh, we are the church. No, your voice is not able to get there. Some years ago, I, I joined a group called Calvary Road. And I went to join the people who play piano. We were a lot, a number of us. Now, finally, the great day came. And they said they were going to Nigeria. Because Nigeria had recording studios to record an album, a special album. And the name of the album was, Take up your cross, follow me, deny yourself, follow me. So they chose... You, 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 you are going to Nigeria for the, and I was sent to fasting. (laughs) I was sent to fasting. Yes. Yes. And I was, I was there, I was there the day the music director came and brought the song. He, he took the drums and he played, played like this. He showed, he came to the keyboards, he showed us, play this, play this, play this. He went to the bass guitar, he played everything. He plays every guitar, rhythm, everything, piano. And he said, this is the song. 
If any man want to come after me, come after me. I will receive him in peace to my Take up your cross, follow me. So he taught everything. I was there. I was at the rest. And I was there throughout. <laughs> but when the day came that they are doing selection, they were selected to go to Nigeria. <laughs> and I was selected for fasting. And they said, we are going to fast and pray as a background prayer force for them as they go. And, you were there. and, I, and I attended. So I said, I have never fasted before. So I decided, why not? I was not annoyed. I mean, I knew that I had not made... I'm, you see, you must know when you... When, you are, when, <laughs> when the selection is not working, you must know it. <laughs> Somebody even shouldn't have to say, you want to put the person in difficulty. For him to say that hard thing, you should say, no, you know. So, I went... For the rehearsal, eh, for the fasting. And he said, We are fasting. Now, the brother who was leading this prayer time, when he prays, it's as if he's screaming. He pulls them out. Fasting. <laughs> so, in the same hall where we were having the rehearsal, that is the same place that we were fasting. Well, they are gone. We were the background prayer force. Now, you see, on the last day of that fast, I believe Jesus appeared to me on my right hand side. Yes. White and shining. I've never seen anything like that before. I didn't see the face of a back. White, glimmering, glistening. He was there. I believe that's actually the, the call to be an apostle. Because one of the conditions to be an apostle is, have I seen Jesus? Yes. On the last day of the fast, at the end, in the evening, I was standing, I was the last man at the back, on the right side. Yes. Yes. And the reason why I know that it was the Lord was because I felt dirty. You know, you've been fasting, you've never fasted, now you are fasting. You are not doing any but praying and fasting and you feel dirty. I felt sinful. It's like, like Isaiah said, boy, it's me, I am undone. I'm an unclean person. When the presence of the Lord is very strong, you feel unclean. Yes. Now, supposing I had been annoyed because, and you see, they didn't tell me you are not good enough. They just said you fast. Sometimes we can't say to you, you are not good enough. We just say, do this or do this. Sometimes we don't have to have reasons. And I went into the fasting and the prayer. And here I am today. Yes. Still having church. Huh? About 40 years later. 40 years later. Fear people after meetings. Their attitude can change. They can plan things and have wicked ideas. Just because a change has been made. Or they have been given an assignment which is unexpected. 
Yes. Or a correction or whatever. So all of us, I tell you, you never know what is your rehearsal. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Now, to me, one of my greatest days in the ministry is the day that I was called to preach in Korea to the prayer, at the prayer mountain. Because since then, every year I am invited to preach there, including this year. Yes, every year. And what happened was I had finished a camp called Mega Church. It's called Mega Church. That was the first time I, I, re- I released my 25 reasons why you must have a mega church. That was the first time I was reading that. I was watching the people. It was in Commonwealth Hall. Some were looking sleepy and I was going to say, number 14, why you must have a mega church. Number 17, why you must have a mega church. Number 8, the whole camp was the 25 reasons. Yes. So when I went to Korea and they said, can you preach? I said, I can. I like to. I've rehearsed. And I decided... I didn't have my notes, but I just put down the ones I could remember of the 25 reasons. I wrote it in my Hilton Hotel. And I went out there. To, this year, I met a man. He told me, this man has the biggest church in his country. He told me, he said, he called me, he said, can I please meet you in the restaurant? Can I meet you in the restaurant? I said, yeah, because he was one of the board members. I said, yeah, what time? He said, I want to come and see. And he said, I want to ask you this and this and that about church work. Two pastors actually asked to see me like that. So I was just curious. How do you know me? He said, oh, I was at the prayer mountain 25 years ago. He said, you preached about 25 reasons why you must have a mega church. He was sitting in the Hilton Hotel. He's here, I'm here. And he was telling me 25 years ago, for 20 years, you preached 25 reasons. He said, I was astonished and astounded. He told me, he said, I was sitting on the floor at the back. He said, I was so stunned by the message. Everybody left the hall and I was sitting in the hall alone. Transfixed and amazed. I sat there alone. Everybody left the hall, the conference. He said, since then I've been following you. I said, really? My 25 reasons why? (laughs) You see, my small rehearsal, it was working. Those of you who get angry... When you have to do something mundane, you are foolish. Mundane in the house of God. You know what mundane? Check mundane. Check mundane. They don't know what is mundane. Check it. I hope the dictionary personality is still at work. Something that lacks interest or excitement. Yes, mundane, dull and ordinary. I was, I, was, I was so touched, you know. Actually, I was eating ice cream in the restaurant. 
Yes, there's a special ice cream man in that restaurant. And my wife and I were going there every day to enjoy that ice cream. You will be also in Hilton Hotel eating ice cream. Yes. So as he was there, I was also eating my ice cream. I was listening. He said, 25, he said 25 years ago or so. Yes. 25 reasons. He said everybody letter was just on the floor sitting there. Now he has the biggest church. And he's a member of the board. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know the effect of the message. Yeah. You know, I thank God that he gave me that little old camp in that old Commonwealth Hall to be talking with my 25. So when you are on your mission with some few people, you know, Derek Prince was, was talking. He said that he had been a missionary twice. And he knows what is a missionary. He said that many people are on the mission field. They get very little fruits. You would think they have not accomplished anything. But they have accomplished great things. Yeah. He said you should never make a mistake of judging what you have accomplished by what you are seeing. Yeah. Derek Prince. He said I've been a missionary twice. In two places. You never make that mistake. This is a missionary center. It's a center where you are here not to hear. Receive it, receive it, receive it. You are here for rehearsals. For your great ministry. Your great, great ministry. Your great ministry, which will be on even when I'm not alive or this earth, your ministry will be on. Wow. All these are rehearsals. Everything is a rehearsal. It's a rehearsal. Vivaldi, you sang a song. What song? And then I said, where's the girl who sang in the morning? What song was that? What song was that? It's a tree song. Yes, you are at the Adley Chapel. Yes, so you sing a little bit. Yes, we are Era de one name in Quaji, me jaiwa, me quacha for me, me posoa, me need a swasa. Yes, wow. But had you been singing that song before? No, before, no. No, had you sang it before in yes, your life? Yes, please. Where? Living bread. Living bread. Yes, please. You used to sing with who? Um, the church there. The church there. Choir. Yes, Choir. Yes. That was the rehearsal. Yes, please. Then the day that I heard it, I said, where is the girl who sang? Who sang? When I was singing, I wasn't sure because that was my first time singing, was it? You're just looking at me, look at me. Then you watch your iPad a little you look at me like that. <laughs> so where is the girl who sang in that? Who sang in the morning? I was calling you for a job. You were about to travel all over the world with me. So, you're joining the choir at the other side. It was a rehearsal. That was all that it was. It was a rehearsal. It was a rehearsal. Don't shy away from your rehearsal. To prepare is to rehearse ahead of time. Yes to rehearse ahead of time. What a yes. 
You see, you may meet a beautiful girl here who is a strange woman, but it's a rehearsal because in future you will meet a mermaid. A mermaid. A mermaid. It's a rehearsal. It's a rehearsal. You meet a mermaid, a fish woman, <laughs> a fish woman. Somebody who will change your mind. Yes. Now, if you think that there are people who can't change your mind, then you you are new. There are people that will change you, can change your mind. Even about God. Yes. A mermaid. I've told you that story before. I've not told you before. There was this guy. He took a, a lady to his house. He thought it was a normal girl. But he was about to meet his meter. <laughs> yes. He thought it was one of the many girls. So when he brought her to the house, because a lot of people start fornicating when they have their own place. So anytime God begins to give you your own place, you have to know that you have entered into a danger zone and you have your own place. Yes. Watch out. Okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, when he, he took the girl to his house and he made some food because it was his house and he offered her, she said, no, thank you. She was fasting. <laughs> she fasted for seven days. Yes. She was fasting. Yes. So this girl who was fasting came into the bed. And who is fasting? When in the middle of the night he woke up and he said, let me stroke. Then he, he told me, not that somebody told me or I read it. He told me, he said, when I put my hand down, I felt something wet. Like, you know how if you touch a wet fish, you felt something wet. So he lifted the bed sheet to see there were no legs. From here downwards, there was no legs. It was a fish. So, 
What I'm telling you that some things are rehearsals. Yes, they are rehearsals. Some of you have been in relationships. The relationship broke up. Instead of crying, said my heart is my heart is broken. My love is gone. Stupid girl, foolish boy. You get what I'm saying? You can't eat. It was a rehearsal for training how to behave better in the next relationship. It's true. It's true. It's true. I mean, I'm not saying you should do that, but some people even have marriages. Two marriages. And one is actually a rehearsal for the second. Yes. One is actually just a rehearsal. For the second, is to show you how you know, you know nothing. Yes, you know nothing. For the second one, there are several reasons why people marry twice. But anything you have done before, you must consider it as a rehearsal. Okay. Battles you have faced. The Bible says the devil left Jesus for a season. You are likely to see that battle again. But your ability to handle that first one is the basis on which you will stand to handle the next one. When David took a lion, I'm sure he was thinking his father didn't love him or he could have thought my father doesn't love me. But it was his rehearsal. Many rehearsals, you think somebody doesn't love you. Then after that, the bear, then he thought maybe they, they, they want me to die. He could have thought so. But not knowing that it was a rehearsal. God was giving him the rehearsal. Rehearse everything. Some of you, you came to Bible school, you struggle to eat. It's a rehearsal. Yes. If you have lived in the school without dying, without stealing, without cheating, it's a rehearsal. Yes, but if you couldn't make it, that's it. Yes. That's it. May you break through. May you go forward. May you advance. May you pass every rehearsal. Go through every rehearsal. And become even more ready for whatever lies ahead for you in the ministry. Lift your hand and thank the Lord. Pakabo shandala baba. Ramba santolo matabalande pekebele. Mambre staramidos mejile pradalaskara. Thanks. 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 Mamba zendegemo shabaganda zembegebo shabaganza megebo jeboro lomore. Hala mere de le bre le le menenda. 
Hayamandala Hayandala Mandala Baba Hare Mandele Merebeke Barandali Baba Love you Jesus We praise you Jesus Thanks a million For all that you have done Mahabandele me Buramande Bereni Mandele Halema Kabada Halema Kabada Halema Kabada Mahada Mazabala The strength with which you pass through this rehearsal will determine what is happening on the D-Day the day you become a national hero the day you become a darling boy or a darling girl the day you get your appointment the day you are chosen in the mighty name of Jesus Thank you. Father, we lift our hands. We are grateful for the opportunity you give us today. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You may be seated. All right. Everybody stand up now for a minute. Close your eyes. If you are here today, you want to give your life to Jesus, raise your hand like this and I'm going to pray with you. You want to give your heart to God today. You want to be born again. Lift your hand up like this. And come to me in the front. If you've lifted your hand, come. Come all the way. I'm going to pray with you here. Put your hand on your heart, everybody. Father, fill with the Holy Spirit. Somebody is giving his life to Jesus. Stand here. Let's all join him to say this prayer. Lift your two hands and pray. Say, Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. Come into my heart and change my life. Tonight, I give myself to you. I give my heart to you. Please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Here's my gift for you. God bless you. And see, go with our pastor who is standing here. Everybody, let me just pray for you to receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the power of the Spirit to walk without offense, to live without memory. To be far from the curse from today. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Now breathe in and receive the Holy Ghost right now. Thank you. Thank you. Father, we are grateful your mighty Holy Spirit who is at work in our lives today and everyone watching receive the Holy Spirit and be blessed in Jesus name, Amen God bless you you may be seated, now the ashes finish taking, everybody take out your boosters and whatever you have left take it out and 
boosters and one CDs and anything you have for the Lord, do that right away as we come to the end in Jesus' name. All right? Sunday, serving the 
what's the other job? Too can be a missionary. Oh, 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 
great opportunity to be a missionary. Oh, 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 oh. why are you a missionary? A missionary's first business must be to learn the language of the natives endeavor to cultivate a friendship with them oh, oh, as soon as possible let them know the errand for which you came convince them that it was for their good alone you forsook your home and all the comforts of your native country. Oh, yeah. This is how to be a missionary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how to serve the Lord. Oh, do you want to be a missionary? To be a missionary, oh, 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 why are you not a missionary? Mm -hmm. yeah. Don't think highly of yourselves, don't despise the natives, go where God pleases. Bid farewell to all your friends, bid farewell to relatives. To all you know, standing already now. This is how to be a missionary.
To this message, visit daghewardmills.org today for more messages, videos, information on upcoming events, and so much more. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.